If you are looking for holistic wisdom and a plan to reclaim your fertility to help you create a healthy family for generations to come, you're in the right place. This is Fertile Minds Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Fertile Minds Radio. This is episode 104, and I'm your host, Hilary Talbot Rowland. Today, we are talking about your current fertility story and the one that you secretly want to be living. So many of us don't even notice the self written narratives that are shaping our realities. And today, I want to invite you to do a little digging in the mansion of your mind to get crystal clear on the fertility story you have been blasting on repeat to every single cell in your body. Part of the reason for this topic is because recently I had a profound reminder about not just letting go of a story I had been telling myself about my body, but that I could literally rewrite it and create that reality for myself. I'm a member of Dr. Zach Bush's community, Journey of Intrinsic Health, and it's such a transformational space to be a part of. I simply love his work. You may have heard me talk about him before on the show. And while he is a triple board certified physician, one of his biggest messages about healing and wellness is around dropping the stories we have for ourselves about how our life and health has been and how this keeps us in a box and keeps us playing small. In his program, he had us do a very simple exercise of writing our health history from birth until now. And then he had us do something extra magical. We set it on fire, like a literal fire. And we all posted our pictures of letting go of this attachment to our stories and celebrated each other because we knew exactly how freeing and scary it felt. Now, I have done burn exercises before and even talked about them on the show. I love to do them on the full moon, but I had never done it with my health history. In addition to being really freeing, it also taught me a few other surprise insights about myself. I realized in this exercise how attached to my health history I had become. In an effort to figure out an autoimmune disease and a cancer scare, I had become remarkably good at conveying a very detailed timeline and self-analysis of symptoms, supplements, lifestyle changes, different provider diagnoses and guesses that as I was coming to the end of writing my history, I realized how much time and care I was taking in writing down every detail like a good little patient so I could be solved for without being too much of a problem. Hello, conditioning of people-pleasing. It took my breath away how my perfectionism tendencies and the need to be fixed and someone else to tell me what was wrong was staring me back in the face with painstaking detail. I realized that this timeline and story is what I had been broadcasting on repeat in my mind as I too was trying to solve for feeling so bad despite trying all of the things I knew to get better, which was a fuck ton, if we're being honest. It was all the things. And then when it came time to burn it, my brain offered me a very telling thought in the form of a very sneaky, sneaky question. It said, you did all of this work. Have you saved a copy in case you need to give it to yet another provider in case it comes back? The hilarious thing is, is I'm 95% healed with minor flare-ups if I don't control for stress, usually self-created. And for all intensive purposes, I'm better but my brain was still really attached to this painful story. It was fascinating to me. After all, I do teach about attachment and detachment, and here was this huge attachment I was nursing like a binky. 
after an initial flare of pissiness with myself, I started to get curious. I started to ask my brain why it thought it would come back, reminding it that we were better. And in a nutshell, it all boiled down to fear. Fear of getting sick again, fear of feeling stuck again, like no one had the answers of what I needed to do to get better. And that was scarier than getting sick again, to be honest. It turns out that the ritual of burning my story while deep breathing and reminding myself that it's okay if we get sick again took away so much of tremendous emotional pain that it was lodged in my body. It was quite literally a feeling of liberation. The final pieces came when I started to remind myself that I had followed my own intuition to the tools and the providers that also ultimately led to my recovery. I was my own guru then and now and forever. I'm sharing this personal story because the message that we control our own narratives that create our realities is something I think we all need to be reminded of regularly. Our stories when emotionally charged feel so, so true. They feel like fact when they are really just thoughts. Our diagnoses can feel like they are part of us or that's all we are when really They're just a label from an educated human that has used deductive reasoning to assign to us so that we can go through a paradigm of healing that is also highly reductionist when we're going through Western medical models of healing. I wonder how many of you can relate to my story when you compare it to your fertility journey of just wanting somebody to tell you what's wrong so that you can solve for it and or be fixed. You see, most human brains look to the past to decide what our future is going to look like or what is probable for ourselves. And if your health has taken a few punches or you've been struggling to conceive for more than a couple months, or even if you have simply fallen victim to the numerous environmental assaults that we all take in on the daily from a life of convenience, you could very easily and mistakenly start broadcasting the message to your body that this is all there is in regards to your health or fertility, that this is your new normal that this is as good as your life gets, that your fertility is something to be solved for from people outside of yourself. And these thought errors are simply not true. They're errors of conditioning. The problem and the solution for when we become attached or obsessed with some aspect of our health is to remember that brains love stories and to figure out what story you are telling yourself. Since the beginning of time, stories have helped human brains learn faster, so it's no wonder that we take past events and mold them into emotionally charged lifetime drama series on repeat about our health and fertility. The problem is is that this just deepens a neural pathway about our beliefs, about our bodies, our biology, and what our bodies are capable of. After that neural pathway lights up a few times, it becomes the easy button for our brain because brains are intrinsically lazy. They like to take the path of least resistance or the deepest neural pathway when it comes to repeating thoughts like a skipping record. This is where the attachment forms. It starts to feel familiar and comfortable. We begin to hear and feel it as the truth instead of a thought or just words in our brain. Then we start proving it true through our actions and experiences we attract because our brains would rather be right and comfortable most of the time instead of going through the discomfort of dreaming our way into a better future. Most of us focus on solving for the negative instead of the generating more positivity because it takes way more work to be positive. Negative bias is another trait that all brains have that we have to consistently be vigilant against. It takes more work to commit to focusing on healing and leading a balanced life 
than it does looking to others to diagnose or fix you or resigning yourself to believe your current story. It takes way more energy to dream into the future you want, especially if you are the person that identifies as a woman or has been marginalized due to being part of a minority, because for many of us, it doesn't feel safe to dream and have big desires. And when I say big desires, this could be as simple as falling pregnant and delivering without dying or mistreatment medically, or to as big as declaring you do in fact want twins or eight children and the money to support all of you comfortably. It takes courage to dream of something bigger for yourself, even if there's no guarantee that it's coming. And you are capable of completely rewriting your health and fertility story right now, today, in this moment. you got to evict the current story you have been acting out, though, first. So write your health history as it pertains to your fertility or pregnancy or any other births that you've had. Ceremoniously burn that bitch and feel the relief. I'm telling you, it feels good. Of course, make sure you do this outside in a safe environment that's not overly windy or dry. And then go to work rewriting your fertility story, including what your pregnancy will look like, your delivery, your postpartum, if you want to carry, or however it is you want to dream your way into your family. Remember, families don't all look the same. Don't hold back. Dream big. And be vigilant about noticing how you feel when you read that story to yourself. Those feelings will be your allies on a path forward to let you know you are on the right track. Remember, you need to think of your future narrative twice as many times as that past narrative to compete with building a stronger reality. And one more tip. Don't be attached to your future story's detail unfolding perfectly as you dreamed, although much of it can and will come true. Do be attached to the feelings they generate so you easily recognize those feelings when making decisions as a reminder to you, to your inner compass, that you're on the right path. Because when we're in possibility, sometimes there are bigger plans for us than the huge dreams that we dared to dream for ourselves. I'd love to hear what your family planning dreams look like. You can simply reply to any of the emails that we send out and let me know how this exercise went for you. And if you aren't on my email list, what are you waiting for? Every weekend, there's an extra dose of self-love delivered from me to you. Head over to Fertile Minds Radio to sign up today. That's all we have for today. I really hope you found this helpful. And if you have a friend that you think would benefit from this material, please consider passing it on to them. Women need each other more now than ever. We need education about how our bodies actually work, including our minds. And we need to know we aren't alone and that our brains can be rewired to be our greatest ally. Bye for now. Hey, if you're interested in taking this work deeper in your life, let's work together. Go to FertileMindsRadio.com to schedule a free, no-obligation chat to discuss which level of support would be best for you. Or click on the link in my bio over on Instagram at FertileMindsRadio. It really is that simple.